tuned in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I am your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today, Saturday, it's going to start up our first financial hustle series of 2022. Let's get started. For everyone who does businesses in the United States of America, guess what? You're your neighborhood-friendly IRS is hitting you with another whammy, okay? Now, after this show, you're going to be like, hey, I'm actually going to give you a reason not to like the IRS, which I don't know of anybody that basically does not like them, not unless you actually work for them. But let's get started. Okay, so basically, back in September of 2021, there was just basically talks going back and forth with uh, Congress. I'm not going to, you know, break it up between Congress, government, IRS, because it's the same entity. They are playing for the same team. It's no different than you having a bottle of Coca-Cola and the off-brand Cola. The only difference is one might be sweeter than the other and it's packaged differently, okay? It, it is produced in the same producing warehouse. Now, as of January 1st of 2022, there is a new tax law that's coming out, okay? So... For the people who use Cash App, for the people, which is a lot of people, and people who use PayPal, Vimo, Apple Pay, and Google Pay, guess what? These entities are required by federal law to report if you do any transactions $600 or more 
they are supposed to report this data to the IRS. Okay. Now, for now, they're basically stating that we're only doing this for the people who conduct businesses on these different type of payment platforms. We'll go over it again. Cash App, Vimo, PayPal, Apple Pay, Google Pay. Now, these are just uh, a few payment platforms that I'm basically speaking on. There's so many other payment platforms, but these are like basically the standard where everybody actually goes to. So basically, for example, if you're cutting hair and you make $600 or more, guess what? Uh, whatever payment platform that, that you're using is going to send you a 1099 form. If you are, say you're cutting people's grass or whatever, whatever, and it equals up to $600, guess what? It will be sent a 1099 form. Say if you're walking neighbor's dogs and over the course of a year and it equals $600 or more, guess what? You will be sent a 1099 form. Let's just say that you're a real good cook and you cook out of your house or your apartment and, you're, and you sell dinners and it's $600 or more, guess what? You will be sent a 1099 form. Okay, so say, you know, you bake cookies and all that and cakes. If you sell $600 or more, you will be sent a 1099 form. Now, problem with this is, is that these different entities, when it comes to the payment services, are required by law to uh, report basically on your money for possible taxation, okay? So we're just talking about the payment platforms first. Now let's go to your bank or your credit union, okay? The crazy thing is, okay, you can't even pay any type of rent I'm not talking like the HUD housings where they pay little or nothing, but I'm talking about regular folks who are paying their mortgages, their houses, if they're rent, if they're buying the house, if they're renting the house, um, if someone is uh, leasing an apartment. I don't know where they get these numbers from, but you're not going to find anywhere decent to live for $600 and basically you have not been able to do that for about 20 years now okay so for now they're saying that it's it's not going to affect private people so what I mean by private people is hey say uh, Johnny owed you like a thousand dollars you know because he, he bought it from you and he was on hard times he, he got back up on his feet and he said, hey, you know what? Hey, Tommy, guess what, bro? Hey, I got that $1,000. I got that GOU. Hey, I'm, you know, I can't even buy the house, but I can cash out. He's like, okay, cool, no problem, right? So he, he sends you the money. You're not going to get like a 1099 for that. Uh, also, it's, it's kind of it's interesting that uh, churches are excluded from this because they're considered uh, char charitable donations. But, I mean, let's be real. This day and time, churches are businesses. You know what I mean? They pay for lights, water, gas, 
uh, rent, mortgage, whatever case might be. You gotta have to pay st- uh, people that's on staff. I mean, come on, let's let's be real. So, church is not being taxed yet, but they said that you can actually use that money to go to churches, churches to go to their money. Okay, so and then you don't want to discourage people for not uh, giving money to the church because you got to think. Uh, the church, uh, the government could actually pull those financial records and audit everything so they could even find out how much you're actually giving. So I just want you to, you know, everybody to look at both sides of the coin when it comes to these new tax laws. It's kind of funny to me how over the past few years, every year has been some type of new tax law. So to me, it's, it's like, hey, all these trillions of dollars or whatever, whatever that the government owes. They're always trying to find a way for the regular people to actually fix these problems. Think about it is every three and a half years, you, you, you know, you don't hear you don't hear about anything. But it's basically a popularity contest. Test, vote me into office and I will change whatever it is uh, you want me to change, you, you know. But the thing about it is once they get elected, you're not going to hear from them until it's time for re-election, which will be another three and a half years. The reason why I say three and a half years is because they have to, uh, even though whatever office they generally stand there for four, but they need that last year so they can run their campaign, so they can hopefully try to get back in the office. Okay? So, right now, the new tax law of 2022, so it took, took, took effect. It's kind of funny because you didn't hear about it, right? So... This basically for now hits uh, people with small businesses, and this also hits uh, people who are actually trying to use this side money, not to come up, but to basically survive out here. I know a lot of people who work side jobs, and trust me, when you see the cars they're driving, the places they're staying, trust me, it's not a come up. It's basically just to keep things afloat so they they don't sink and they don't drown, okay? Um, maybe if you went back about 15 to 20 years and, you know, you had a second job, you know, you could come up and you can do some things that you wanted to do. But the way things are nowadays and, you know, way the inflation is getting, you know, out of control, basically crazy. I pray it's some type of end to it. But right now we don't see it in sight, you know, not just here in America, but also all around the world. But I basically target America is not because that's where I stay, but also that's my highest audience when it comes to percentage. So if there's any other countries that want to outbeat my my Americans' families, then you need to go ahead and start uh, hitting those numbers. So that's what's going on. So, of course, it's kind of funny. They didn't want to say too much. They talked about giving out a, a stimulus check at the end of the year. They wanted to see... Well, what people were going to buy, this and this. But the thing about it was, since uh, last year, last couple of years, things have been kind of iffy. Things have been going on. So people kind of, you know, open up their wallets a little bit to give their family some type of uh, normalcy. And we're not even going to say that one word, but we're going to say this. We're going to call it the C word. But I think everybody knows what I mean by the C word. We're not even going to mention it. On, on this today. Also, 
what I'm going to talk about is going to be fractional reserve bank banking. And I'm going to do another show in regards to that. But I'm just going to touch on it just real quick. So how fractional reserve banking, basically, that's a term that we have not basically been hearing about, but we've been actually hearing about it. But I just pulled up Google and factual reserve banking is a system of banking operating in almost every country, countries worldwide, under which banks that take deposits from the public are required to hold a proportion of their deposit liabilities and liquid assets as a reserve and are at the liberty to lend the remainder of the borrowers. Now, for the financial hustle of series, basically, I'm going to do a show on that. Matter of fact, after I finish with this one and get this loaded, I'm going to do it. So it's going to be a double play today. So we're going to have at least two two episodes today. All right. So basically, uh, fractional uh, reserve banking is basically you deposit a amount of money and you and then the banks only require to only have so much on hand and then what else it can do so you're going to have to listen to the next episode when it comes to fractional reserve banking so for now everyone if you're just using cash app paypal Vimo, Apple, or Google Pay, and you're just doing regular things like buying your gas, food, things of that nature, uh, or you're sending money to your kids or whatever, wife, husband, uh, girlfriend, baby, mom, baby, daddy, uh, whatever the case might be, don't worry. This does not affect you yet. And I always like to say yet because you just don't know, especially who we got in office right now. I just I can't wait for another three years or so so we can vote for 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 some new people to come into office. And I pray to God, hopefully, we can get some people in there that really wants to do right by the people and not just want to bend them over and just rape them with no grease, you know. So, uh, like I like to say often, if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. And I'll talk to you soon. And guess what? We're out of here.
Episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today is a double play on our financial hustle series on t- today, Saturday. Let's go ahead and get it started. Now, this is now this is a particular thing that's coming up, basically that people are talking about. Some people are talking about it. Some people are not. But this is something that your your banks, it doesn't matter if you you have an account at a bank or a membership at a credit union, this is something that they don't want you to do. And we're going to talk about finite fractional reserve banking. i say it again, fractional reserve banking. Okay, so I basically went to Google and typed in what does fractional reserve banking means. So basically... Fractional reserve banking is a system of banking operating in almost all countries worldwide under which banks that take deposits from the public are required to hold a portion of their deposit liabilities and liquid assets as a reserve and are at liberty to lend to the reminders to to the borrowers. Sorry for the background alarm that's going off. I am at work, but I'm still going to get this, this this show going. I'm just letting you know what's going on. Okay, so we're going to actually get to it. Fractional reserve banking, let's just say that, hey, you have $10,000 and you went to, to the bank. Hey, I want to basically deposit $10,000 in the bank. Okay? Now, in time passed, basically what would have happened was they would have reported that to the IRS to see if you, if it was clean money, that you're not laundering money or whatever. Okay. So, now, since you, you're depositing your money into a bank, banking system, fractional reserve banking, say you... you you deposit ten thousand, right? You had ten thousand. Now you can't just take, come back a couple hours later and say, "Hey, I want my whole ten thousand." Doesn't work that way. So basically, banks are only required. Okay, so you got ten thousand dollars in the bank. They're only required to keep one thousand. So if you wanted to withdraw some money, you could only withdraw at the time a thousand dollars. You're like, what? So what happens to the other 9,000? So check this out, right? You might get a little upset. So I guess playing uh, for the love of money in the background on this might might work out. Okay, so what the banks do, they, they loan money to real estate companies, commercial properties and consumer loans, and they possibly will, will loan money to businesses or organizations that you don't agree with. Uh, personally or ethically okay 
So it's kind of funny how when you put money in the banks, it's not a guarantee that you can, you can get a loan from the bank. But because what they're going to do is they're going to look at your debt to income ratio. So they're going to be looking for reasons not to give you the loan. But what if you have money in the bank? Shouldn't you be able to get the money since you do have access to the bank? See, this is what happens when you open up bank accounts and you put money in there. They offer you free checking. Okay, technically, it's not really free, but it's just cool, cool to hear because that's what they tell you. So that's what fractional reserve banking is. And that's why we're getting to a point in history to where we're going to have to start pulling our money out of bank accounts. So say that you and 10 other people had $10,000 and you all came and you said, hey, I want to close my accounts or I want to take all that money out the bank. You could literally close that bank. You could actually literally sink that bank because they don't have that type of money on hand. Something to think about. Something to think about. So as as moving forward, don't have. I'm not saying like take all your money out the bank, but what I will say is just start putting money in the banks to where for your emergency funds and putting money, you know, because everyone must have emergency funds. Uh, put in money in there that you know that you need to pay your bills. There's no reason putting no no money in the savings accounts anymore because. You're not even going to get 1% on it. So so they're making money off your money, but they're but you're not making money off your money. And that's not right. I don't care if you had to work for it, you inherited it, whatever the case might be, you have a right to make money and grow your money. So there was just a little quick episode of frac- Fractional Reserve Banking. Been hearing people talk about it, so I thought I, I would go ahead and put it out there. So... This is a double play. And thank you for everybody who has joined me on today. And I like to say often, if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. And I talk to you soon. And guess what? We're, we're out of here. We're just going to keep it moving.